There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hello, welcome to the podcast. We watched Home Alone. This is Rotten Treasures. I'm Jim O'Donnell, and with me is Kai Bobby. Hello. And Chris. Shay. <laughs> All right, so let's start that again. Or are we keeping that? Was that good? It's our first podcast. I want to keep re- that. You want to you keep this? That's, you can right. keep that. Like, like, no. Like, Kai's, we're not using Kai's real last name, so let's just oh, go with call. Shay. Yeah. No, for real. I didn't know. I was like, uh... You even pronounced it properly. Nice. A lot of people say she, and I mean it to say be Shay. So good job, Jim. That's because someone corrected me at some point. Because I said, I was like, oh, yeah, Nick, they said uh, that Chris she. And they were like, it's Shay. (laughs) Who would have the last name she? I mean, honestly, someone. I mean, if you're listening at us on twitter there will be a twitter probably this week i'll get on it oh good idea so we watched (laughs) home alone (laughs) yeah we did um chris what's your relationship with uh the home alone franchise in general um i have very little relationship with the home alone franchise i watched home alone for the first time yesterday uh and yeah was not a classic in my household. We did not watch it every holiday. It was more like that movie exists. <laughs> Why would you watch there. it on Fourth of July? Huh. <laughs> 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 because it's an instant classic for any time of year. Um, but yeah, my relationship—it's like a very distant cousin you only see in photo albums, but you never actually talk to. I actually have mm. a cousin like that, but yeah, so. To me, Home Alone is like my cousin, Iron, uh, coincidentally enough, named Chris. My cousin Chris. Is everyone? I've never met. Is everyone in your family named Chris? I wish. That would be so lovely and confusing. But oh. unfortunately, no. There's just two of us. It'd be like well, George Foreman's family. Just let your family know at the next reunion. It's not that hard to legally change your name. Uh, I yeah. did it. Yeah. It's just you got to wait in line a little bit. Yeah. That is hard. Uh, speaking of, it's a great segue. Y'all know what uh, Macaulay Culkin's legal name is right now, right? Yes. No. Jim, would you like to do the honors to the, uh, to the fans who don't know? Yeah, it's Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. His middle name is Macaulay Culkin. Okay. <laughs> no. Don't you dare edit that dead air. No, that's that's exactly how you should feel. <laughs> he changed his middle name for a uh, publicity stunt. The other name he was going to go with was Publicity Stunt, so his middle name would have been Macaulay Publicity Stunt Culkin. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. He's a Um, a guy. He's a guy doing a thing. (laughs) So... Kai... Good on him. (laughs) Kai, did did you ever see Home Alone when you were a kid? Uh, Every year for my childhood, yes. Oh, Um, wow. You and Chris are the opposites. Yes, very much so. Um, so I'm just going to say it right off the top of the podcast. So my name used to le- uh, legally be Kevin. So this was the perfect movie for my family to quote of me all the time. Um, Were you named it, after Kevin? 
I would love that. No, I was, uh, when my parents decided my name was going to be Kevin, they made each a list of names they liked, and it was the only one that happened to be on both of their lists. So, that's what they went with. Can I tell you a secret? I knew a guy named Kevin who was named after Kevin McAllister, because he, much like Kevin McAllister, was like the ninth kid in his family. So his parents were like, you know what, you guys get to name this one. And Home Alone was really popular at the time. Uh, and they were they... like, we're naming him Kevin. That poor child. Oh, I feel so bad for that human being. I don't know what it is. No offense if your name is Kevin. I just think I've yet to meet a Kevin I like. Um, including this Kevin. So I feel that way. As much as I, I watch this movie every year, I don't like this kid. He's a... That's my relationship is growing up and slowingly... Or like more and more over time, just like hating... Macaulay Culkin's character that's in this movie. Weird. That's weird because I thought that the charm of the movie is the charm of him. Uh, I mean, it's it's funny, it's entertaining, but I've just kind of grown more aware that he's a little bit more of like just a, a I don't know, he's a little bit more of a demon. He's a, he's something else. He like he's eight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does say that in the movie. He's eight years old. <laughs> I because I wrote down. Uh, <laughs> the joke of this movie is Kev is an adult, but he's also a kid, and he's home alone. Oh my god. That was like, to me, the big overarching joke of the movie. They're like, they're gonna say it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think actually the biggest charm of this movie is that every single character is, like, fleshed out, in some cases for no reason. Example. Uh, Megan McAllister, his older sister. Mm-hmm. Like, for, she's pretty fleshed out as a person, and like when you watch her, you're like, yes, I understand who she is as a person, but she doesn't do anything. She just one time talks to Buzz, and uh, <laughs> and is like, man, I, it sucks that we're in this apartment, and Buzz is like, yeah, and then he can't count because he's uh, he's a dumb ca- he's a dumb guy, he's a I dumb mean, character. Is that the is that their intent? Is that what they were going for? He's the big Ophi brother. Mm-hmm. And then Megan McAllister is an older sister. I guess she's not as fleshed out as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Buzz was one of my... Uh, he, he said some of my favorite lines, like, uh, don't you know how to knock Flemwad? Like, that made me laugh <laughs> so hard. I really love uh, Flemwad. That really uh, that broke me. That's a, that's a term that needs to come back. I mean, Recirculate it. I mean, I'll do my best. I haven't bullied anybody in a while, but if I do bully someone in the near future, I promise to use Flamwad. P- please do. Were you Buzz as a kid? Oh, me? Yeah. My hairstyle, yeah. Um, but aside <laughs> from that, no, I was uh, I was not one. I was very polite. And I was that more of that person who was like, I don't know, guys, I don't think we should do that. It's not very nice. Aw. Yeah, I was a good kid. I feel like Jim was a bully. I, I just get this sense. <sighs> Oh no! I was I was definitely not a bully. I was oh hold on I was Fuller, the kid that wets the bed a bunch because he because oh. he's drinking too much Pepsi. By the way, this movie is sponsored by Pepsi. Oh, is it really? I, it, here's a here's a little fun fact about movies. If you see a brand, yeah, they gave money to that movie. Wow. Okay, so budget when they were the truck for the polka the polka band, I caught that and I was like, okay, sure, mm-hmm. all right, maybe. Good for them. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to those guys later because I adored. That's it's another. A that's a that's a 
a, a super fleshed out character, John Candy, in that is for some reason incredibly fleshed out, even though all he does is give a ride to uh, Mrs. McAllister. I mean, I love I love his character. Gus, I think his name is. Oh, uh, what is his character's name? I think it was Gus Pulowski. Pulowski? I got up the thing. Don't worry. One of those two things. His name know. was Gus Pulas- uh, Pol- Polinsky. Pol- Gus Polinsky. You, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, Jim. He's a polka musician, which I adore. No, I mean, like, they brought him in from Uncle Buck, which was the big film that gave this kid the, the opportunity to do this movie in the first place, right? Like, this is what put Macaulay Culkin in the limelight. Uh, I'm not 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 this. I mean, this this blew him up, but he already did good with Uncle Buck right before this. I think, I I don't know which one came first. I think Home Alone came first. Mm-mm. I know things, Jim. I looked this up. Oh really? Wait, you Ooh. know something about a movie that Jim doesn't? I know. <laughs> You've only been yeah y- yes. Wow. How yeah? How is that possible, Jim? How do you not know this? I I I don't know John Candy that well. Uh, <laughs> okay. Careful, Kyle. You might make him break. All right, I apologize, Jim. I really do. I really, I, I thought I knew this because uh, Uncle Buck was my favorite movie as a kid. I don't know what's going on right now. Mm. It's okay. It's okay. I just I fr- don't know where. I forget out. I don't know where my girl falls in all the ranking <laughs> of this. I think my girl was way earlier. I think he was. Yeah, he was much younger. No, hang on. I'm gonna look up Macaulay Culkin for a little bit just because I need to know what was the order of movies that came out. Well, good luck with that. My girl came out after. It did. Nineteen ninety one. Oh wow. Okay. I thought he was. He looked much younger in that for some reason. Oh, that's just because he's wearing glasses. Ooh. Yes, Chris. I'm. I'm just shocked. Oh. Jim has not been dethroned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's fine. He's gonna. He's gonna be most of the knowledge of every movie on this podcast for the entire time. Oh, that's so weird. I'm on the. I'm on the My Girl Wikipedia, and Anna Klumski oh, is my the. My girl. I love that movie. Yeah. It was sweet. It really was. I love that part where uh, Macaulay Culkin dies. Spoilers for my girl. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> I was about to say the same thing. I'm like, he's not gonna. Oh, yep, he did. Oh, good. When he Thank dies, you, I love it. When he dies oh. from a bunch of bees and he doesn't have his glasses on, and she's like, I can't see you without his glasses. That movie's so sad. Guys, yeah. this is not funny. I'm not laughing over here at all. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, John Candy, uh, I, I believe, self-proclaimed like, polka uh, king of the Midwest, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yep, the polka king of the Midwest. I wrote that down. Yeah, no, that made me very happy. Um, I like his character a lot. I like the list of songs. I didn't write them down, I don't think, but he was, I think I remember where it was like, polka, polka, you know, polka twist, you know, polka twist. <laughs> <laughs> polka, <laughs> polka, get, polka was one of yeah, them. <laughs> try, trying to get Catherine O'Hara to, you know, come on, you must know. We were huge in the 70s. Um, one of the one of the songs sold 623 uh, <laughs> records. Come on, how come you don't know Gus Polinski? I mean, I know people like that who would be equally as proud. Yes, me. I would be equally as proud, to be honest. Um, has anyone here actually ever been left home alone? Like yes. by accident, or like just? Yeah, I just want to know if, real quick, kid. just to feel out the room. Who's been abandoned? Chris, when were you abandoned as a child? I don't want to talk about it, Jim. It's <laughs> okay, still that's, too that's, soon, 20 years later. No, that's totally legit. No, it's more of, I mean, I've, I've been I've been left in a store before, but that was just because, like, you know, it was wild. You know, it's fine. It was the 90s. It's not a big deal. I'm trying to think if I actually have ever been, like, accidentally left. 
I don't know. I have, I need to I need to think about this. What about you, Jim? I can. I was gonna say I can vamp while you think. Um, I was left. I was left home alone a couple times by accident. Uh, there was one time where I hid underneath a bunch of clothes because I was like, hey, hide and seek is fun. And then my parents went. My parents, much like a dinosaur, were like, well, we have no son now. He's gone. And uh, <laughs> they went to go grocery shopping or whatever. Uh, one time I was in the backyard. My dad just forgot that I he was watching me. And then uh, he left to go do something. And I came back and I, was, I came back into the house and I was like, I wished my father away, I guess, at some point. <laughs> and then I got a sled and went down the stairs. Um, and then one time I was at a basketball game. Uh, I was at my basketball game, actually. <laughs> uh, I was at my own basketball game, and then my mom left without me. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you win the game? I don't remember that part. I just remember, oh, okay. like, play <laughs> I remember playing Yu-Gi-Oh! after the game was done. And then being like, all right, guys, I got to go because the, the next <laughs> game is starting. See you later. And then I searched around that gym for, like, an hour. I started crying. Aww. I was like... 22 years old. Now, I was, um... I guess I was, like, 10. So do you want to take this moment to, to ask your mom to publicly apologize on the next podcast? I've... I've... I've never let my... Le- I've, I've never let my mom live that down. Okay, good. She's like, it, you got home, like, immediately because the neighbor took you home. And I was like, you still forgot me. At a basket, you still forgot me at my own basketball game, Mom. I didn't realize I suck at basketball that much that you were like, I gotta get rid of this kid. I mean, to be fair, being a mom is probably one of the most wild things to do in the world. Um, that's one of the themes of this movie. Yeah, no, wow. Yeah, I mean, that's the deal, right? She forgot. You forgot your child. All because, you know who I blame for this entire movie? Is that stupid, annoying kid asking all the questions about how that van worked. I mean, the, the, the annoying, pestering, does this have four-wheel drive, kid? <laughs> I love that kid, because I was that kid as a, as a kid. <laughs> um, I did notice, though, like, did you notice, like, I, one of the things I loved about this movie is there's a very bizarre attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, they, you would think, like, oh, once they get to the, once they get to the airport, like, they'll be like, wait, we, we have one ticket left over. Who is it? Oh my god, it's Kevin. But Kevin spilled milk on it, and they accidentally threw it out earlier in the movie. Oh. And you can see them throw his that. ticket into the trash, and it says Kevin McAllister on it. I did not catch that. Oh, it's one of my favorite little details in this. There's a lot of little details in this movie, you guys. Huh. No, I mean, I'm, I... More more than little details, I got quotes. I was like, wow, there are like a amazing amount of quotes, or like a quote-worthy uh, statements throughout the entire movie. Um, like my one of my favorites was uh, the silver tuna. Um, I wrote that down <laughs> in reference to the house they want to rob the most. Like Joe Pesci is very excited about the McAllister home. One of my favorite ones was. Um when Catherine O'Hare is talking to uh, John Candy, and he's like, yeah, sometimes you forget your kid. And uh, she's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And he's like, well, hey, yeah, well, you brought it up. Like, he got so annoyed at her. I mean, he did mention that he, like, left his kid and that his kid was scarred for, like, what, a, a, like, six months or something like that? Or, like, maybe it was only six weeks. But, I mean, he was left with a dead body at a funeral parlor. So, I mean, I could see 
why she might want to be like, let's switch up the, the and subject And that brings matter. us back to my girl. When she oh, yes. Up, it all, it all connects. It all connects. My is girl is basically home alone. Is this yeah. all in the same universe? Or is, or is this like a multiverse? I think it's like Inception. They're all mm. within each other. I believe that. Well, is my girl a... No, never mind. I was going to say, because... Um, Home Alone was written by John Hughes, who also wrote Uncle Bach. Hmm. And I'm certain that's why he got the job for uh, Home Alone, because they were like, this kid's pretty good. And then also, Christopher yeah. Columbus directed the movie. Like, at the actual Christopher Columbus? Yes. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. For, that's wild. 1492, they went back in time, they are like, you probably would be good at directing a movie. And that says that on the Wikipedia, so it's official? Yeah. I'm actually talking about the uh, the current Chris Columbus, who also directed the first two Harry Potter movies. Does he go by Christopher or Chris? Chris. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> the better name. It's a good name. <laughs> um, so I, I'm sorry, Jim. Were you going to say a thing? Uh, I was going to mention that this movie was the th- at the time the third highest grossing movie of all time. What were one and two? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Star Wars and E.T. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. That's fair. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, and then it was the highest grossing live-action comedy until... Actually, I'm going to let you guys guess. Uh, Until... Wait, you said it's the highest grossing live-action comedy... Yeah. That's what it was, a live action comedy. And this right. movie came out in 1990, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Would you like me to give you a year in which... Yeah, that would help. Yeah. It was the highest grossing live action comedy for 21 years. So... Holy moly. Wow, that's ridiculous. So, 2011. So what was the biggest What was the oh. biggest comedy of 2011, you guys? Uh, Paul Mart... Uh, what does it say? Paul Mart... <laughs> <laughs> Paul Bearer, Mall, Paul Bearer, yeah. Mall Bearer, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that movie. 2011. The year I graduated I... high school. Me too. Hey, I didn't know that. I didn't know we were yeah. the same age. We are. Uh, what movie? Came, what movies came out that year? Well, I can't. I can't tell Can you. Can because... you give us a clever hint? Maybe oh. like a pun. Oh, um, it's actually the second. Uh, film in a series. That's the. That's, that's <laughs> you gotta give me a, I'm 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 vamping while I think of a pun because I'm not good at these. Um, you, have ten, you have ten seconds. If yeah. you so, uh, at one point Kevin McAllister while he was home alone, mm-hmm. uh, he called the police so he could hang over. Oh, it's the Hangover. It's the Hangover Part Two. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Part two was the one that did it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah. I would, not, I would not expect that. Us that as a world, we're like, this is this is a movie that deserves to be the highest grossing comedy film. This is it's as good as Home Alone. This is Home Alone caliber film. Part two is what, they're in Bangkok or Thailand or... Yep. Cool. Yep. It's very yeah. much like the second uh, Home Alone in that... Uh, it's just the first movie, except they're somewhere else. Right. Yeah. 
I was also going to say that Hangover 3, they actually just get left home alone. And that it's a crossover as well. It's it's really good, if you I haven't saw, seen it. I saw The Hangover 3, and I did like that movie. Oh, I don't think I ever did. I saw it in theaters. I wow. saw it in theaters with my ex-girlfriend, and she was my ex at the time. Were you shout guys... Out. Oh, go ahead, Kai. No, I just said shout out. Oh, I thought you were gonna... <laughs> Shout out to Jim's ex. Shout out. Were you guys trying to rekindle old things, or were you just, like, legit friends? Like, the line, let's do friends, and you guys were actually friends? Um... At, okay, so we were doing the let's stay friends. Uh, okay. At the time, we were definitely not friends. We were just holding on to a dead relationship and Aww. just being like, we can't really let go until one day I was like, hey, we need to stop this because of uh, my feelings. And then, uh, but now we're friends for real. Like That's cool. Yeah. After, a couple, after like a year, I was like, okay, we can be friends again. That's nice. There's hope. There yeah. is hope in this world. Yep. It's almost like people can break up and ha- not have it be catastrophic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jim, That's... you make my future look bright, and I want to thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> You're making me so excited about all my future breakups. <laughs> they're gonna be so good. They're, they're gonna be so good. <laughs> they're gonna be great. Um. So, I just want to know this from y'all, Chris. What is your favorite part about this movie? Because I just want to know like the goods. What's the goods of this movie? My favorite part or thing I guess about this movie is just like I, I right now I have up on my screen just um, like people synop- like synopses of the film and a lot of people are like the like Kevin's mm-hmm. a brat he's arrogant he's like a total and I'm like I don't maybe it's because I relate to Kevin but I'm like Kevin wasn't the problem here <laughs> in my opinion and I, I think my favorite part of the movie is just like how ridiculous the parents are. One, that they leave their kid there. The bigger issue I have, though, is they get to Paris, and instead of just ruining one child's, you know, life, like, let's fly all our kids to Paris, and then let's fly them back. Mm-hmm. There were like, three adults in Paris that could have watched yeah. it. All they had to do was send right. Catherine O'Hara back. Exactly, right. exactly. So it's just like, I just love how the parents are like, no. We can't just fuck with Kevin's day. We have to ruin everyone's time. And, you know, I respect them for that. I respect for the equal opportunity, you know, bad parenting. Um, so when you're referring to, like, him being a brat, I think it's because of lines like, hang up the phone and make me, why don't you? You know, like, he has, oh, like, he'll say some stuff sassy. like that. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. a sassy kid. You know why, yeah. you guys? Because he's a kid. But he's an adult. But he's also a kid. (laughs) And he's home alone. Right. I did like how much they say he is alone. They they mention that he's alone at least 30 times in this movie. I mean, he is. He's very much so. Home. Alone. I mean, I think around that age, I don't know why they made such a big deal about him shopping. Like, shopping at eight, not that big of a deal. Where I'm from, anyways. Uh, Yeah. That was a thing. What, shopping at eight? Like in the like grocery a, store, though. Yeah, there was like a local grocery store near my house. So, I mean, like, if I pick up a, like a couple things, it wasn't that absurd. Like, it's not absurd for an eight year old to have $20, in my opinion. <laughs> Here, I'd like to buy these things. Goodbye. But he was weirder about it. I mean, to be fair, they wrote that. They wrote it so that it's not like. Yeah. <laughs> John Hughes wrote that. I did like no. when he had the magazine. I No, my, my favorite line from that was um, 
he said something about the TV dinner, and she's like, I don't know. And he's like, you know what? Oh. I'll give it a whirl. Yeah. No, she's like, are these TV dinners any good? <laughs> That's it, yeah. And then he's eating the TV dinner later. Mm. So, See, Ka- wait. Kai sounds like he was a very independent child. And uh, I was on the... Were you not? Because it sounds like you went grocery shopping, like, at eight. So... My sister did a lot of things for me as well. She's an older sibling, and my parents ah. worked a fair amount of time. My dad would work, uh, we're gonna get into my, my business. My dad would work before I woke up often and would uh, come home after I went to sleep. Uh, he ran his own automotive business and worked all times uh, wow. of the day. Um, and then my, uh, my mom also worked like four jobs, so um, yeah, I would do things. I would help out. I would do the things, pick up the bread, pick up, you know, a couple That's cool. A couple things. I didn't have like you know, a horrible like milk explosion out of my bags kind of situation ever. So it always went well for me. Yeah. Were you I not, was, Chris? I no, I was on the completely other end of the spectrum, like legit until I was nine or ten. I refused to talk to waiters or waitresses <clears> and <throat> made my mom order everything for me because I was so afraid of talking to people, like adults that weren't my parents so like the thought of like having to go grocery shopping by myself i probably would have like just curled up in a ball and slowly swayed back and forth Mm. alone i think that might also be though like the very slight age difference too because i was like that there was a very heavy stranger danger thing that was going around when we were kids Hmm. Oh, no, you're right. And Kai's old. Kai's yeah, an so old. old. Kai's people an old person. Have that conversation. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. What? I'm only like five years older. I think I'm most relaxed. A lot of strangers happened in that five years. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's that little girl's name that got died? Um, we're talking about. Wait, are you talking about Amber of Amber Alert? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I'm thinking of. Uh, oh my God. Her last name's Ramsey. Gordon? No, not Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> um, Wait, but wasn't there that other? Wasn't the, the the little girl too that had like the French name? John Benet Ramsay. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about the same person. Yeah, okay. she's yeah. she's our age, by the way. Mm. She was born in like ninety one, ninety two. Wait, when you say our age, you said yeah. like present tense. Is there something we don't know, Jim? I have John Benet Ramsay. As an ex-girlfriend, no. <laughs> We're still friends, though. Okay, that's good. That's good. I sense a theme. Yeah. <laughs> we saw The Hangover Three in theaters one time. Oh my god! <gasps> really? Oh, it all connects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, John Benet Ramsey happened, <laughs> so everyone was like, "We can't have these kids just go into grocery stores on their own." That is very um, true. He also, when questioned about the, like, he actually didn't need to say this, but when cashing out with the gummies, he's like, it's for the kids. You know, like, she didn't even ask, but he got really defensive about it. <laughs> he's an adult, you guys. Yeah. He's an adult. Well, it's probably why he asked if the uh, toothbrush was like, what is it? Uh, like a... I wrote it down, don't worry. <laughs> what was it, Jim? Um, hang on, I have to find my note that says uh, he's an adult. Is this toothbrush approved by the American Dental Association? And he makes them, he makes them go to several people. Like she go, he's like, "Is this approved?" And she's like, "I don't know." He's like, "Can you fucking find out for me?" <laughs> <laughs> so basically, wow. Okay, just kind of making Kevin sound like a Karen really hard right now. He's a little oh bit of gosh. one. Oh my gosh! I know he, he has a lot of charm. Karen? 
Yeah. I mean, I think he was. He used a lot of detergent. Is that a? Uh... <laughs> I'm just looking at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I just I wrote down. I, I wrote down. He used way too much detergent for that <laughs> for that load of laundry. <laughs> All right, so that's where he failed as an adult. You're saying he's an adult, but he's not doing that well. Yeah, that was when he looks at the furnace and he's like, "No way, Jose," or whatever he said. I don't know. How, how do the kids talk those days? <laughs> Um, obviously one of the biggest scenes is like him getting ready for the day though, right? Like the shower scene, he's singing like, uh, what is it? Oh, uh, it's the one song that's from, uh, that's also White Christmas? Santa Claus. Is it White Christmas? Yeah. And it's like, keep going for three more minutes. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah, that was also in the beginning of. Uh, it was also in the beginning of the Santa Claus when they're showing the great meal. Oh yeah, I'm like, why does that sound so familiar, but not from this? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> they're showing the great meal, and then it shows that it's actually that was actually on TV, but he had burnt the turkey, and it's on fire. <laughs> I love the Santa Claus. Me too. Well, there's three of them, Jim. So at one point, we will talk <gasps> about them. I saw the second one in theaters. Was it also with uh, Macaulay John Culkin? Binet, no, John Benet Bramsey. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh it was with her counterpart, Tim Allen. Oh, fair enough. The Joe Pesci to her Daniel Stearns. Oh. I can't believe Joe Pesci. Like, okay, okay. I love that Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are, are like, they couldn't have cast better people for this role. It was very good casting, though. Joe Pesci. I just like saying his name. That's a good name, Pesci. Oh, like Joe Pesci, Joe, and the Pepsi. It all ties together. It's got to be a conspiracy. It's all connected. Everything's connected. It brings us back to my girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, Catherine O'Hara was a great get. I, I I always like now I romanticize her a lot, especially from Schitt's Creek. So when I was like like watch this again, I was like, oh, she's gonna be hilarious. She's just acting. She's just a mom who's really concerned about her kid. I mean, yeah, it's not outlandish. I watched this for the first time, I think, two years ago. And I got super choked up when she shows up at the end. Mm. And I was like, why am I choked up? And this time around, I got a little choked up when he finds out that um, old man Marley is nice. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the the self bend you know shovel slayer isn't as nice so that's nice uh, old man marley is definitely the nicer name for him he he was a sweet man yeah. he put, and he and he and he smacked those dudes with the head with a shovel and knocked them out at murphy's house he wasn't I, don't actually, I, was, I don't know why it was important for me to remember that i found out that he wasn't actually supposed to be in the movie they added him um chris columbus added him as like an additional uh like he wanted another sentimental value of the movie so uh, oh, really? he tossed in yeah he tossed that in like okay actually that brings me to a thing that made me laugh really hard because when buzz was talking about old man marley in his room i think he said that the bodies turned to salt and then turned to mummies oh i did write that <laughs> down <laughs> and like kevin McAllister just goes wow <laughs> just accepts it that like this yep. was I this was a very little kid movie because there's a lot of like little kid logic in it. Yeah. Like Old Man Marley is definitely a thing that we all had where like you saw like a, the creepy house in your neighborhood and you're like Yep. Murderers live there. 
No, he just has plants and really a lot of cats, and he's a nice guy. Don't give him a hard time. Chris, did you have that as a kid? Um, there was a creepy house. Well, oh god, there was. Um, I had a bus driver. This is about to get dark. Oh no. Nice. Okay. Um, I had a bus driver who I grew up, and he would always try to befriend all the kids. Mm-hmm. And like, we were actually pretty good friends. Like, with my with my family, we'd go over to his house. So it's not just me by myself with my old bus driver. But um, I started to get really weird feelings toward him and have stranger danger. And then a few weeks later, he was arrested for for raping a young girl that he used to babysit so one of those rare moments of where your stranger danger and the weird person was actually justified yeah yeah so that was that was crazy but that was like how often does that actually happen like this guy's creepy he's probably a rapist and he actually was i don't know they say kids tend to know like kids just to have that like feeling of like that's a creepy person and then everyone else is like no it's fine and that's then they true. find out they are they portrayed that with kevin he saw that joe pesci was clearly you know something's fishy with this guy first i said on him and he's just like no i don't know not about not you something about his golden tooth yeah you're not a cop you have a golden tooth he's one of, you're one of those gold tooth <laughs> cops yeah i i like that in the beginning him showing up and doing the casework because it like showed oh, as the cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because it like it was one of those things where like this movie sets up a lot of things very early on to pay off way later. Like with the cop, I for some reason I really love the detail that he he nailed the cop uniform because the cops show up later and I was like, hey, he wore the same thing earlier in the movie, which I don't know mm-hmm. why I was like impressed by. But that's it's also nice why he was. It all comes together. Yeah, but that's also why Kevin was like leery of the police earlier, like early oh, in the movie. Makes sense. Yep. Also, it didn't help that for no reason he just says, "Don't worry, your house is in good hands." And like unnecessary line, like yeah. just as a little, just a little like not. To, I'm gonna rob the shit out of you. <laughs> mhm. Oh, also in that scene, there's a part where. Um, the dad go. He asked the dad, like, "Do you have anything? Do you have any security measures in your house?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I've got like locks on the door and the uh, automatic security system." However, the automatic s- security system gets knocked out when mm. all the alarm clocks get knocked out. Mm. So it's not working, and that's why it was easy for them to uh, break into all the houses. Mm. Why did Joe Pesci geek out so hard? and figure out exactly when the lights went on, like the Christmas lights went on at everybody's house, like knew exactly to the second. <laughs> out of all of his time that he has for casing out all these places and thinking about being a burglar, he puts time into that. I wrote down, <laughs> with all this casework he's doing, he could just get a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but where's the fun in that, Jim? Right. He could, get a, he could be one of those... Did you guys ever watch that show, To Catch a Thief? Where it was like these former thieves go to houses and then they rob the, they rob the joint and then they like boost up their security system and like show it to people. Oh jeez. Oh. It was a pretty fun show. The only one I, the one I remember was, um, there was this one lady. They were like, "Man, this lady's a ditz. I bet we could rob this house while she's still in it." 
and they totally did and at one point they like took her computer and then dropped it down the stairs while she was in the house and then they like <laughs> they showed her later like here's all the stuff we did and it, she was like i'm in the other room yeah <laughs> Jeez. Oh, oh my god i'm a horrible person <laughs> so you think he joe pesci's character should have hosted that show mm-hmm. like that's what yeah fair enough he's got a lot of charisma i think so I like freaking 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 That's that's my favorite thing that Joe Pesci says in any Home Alone movie. It's frickin', frickin', he just gets are, so mad. Are those two in all of the Home Alone movies? No, just, just, just the first, first two. two. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, Joe Pesci retired a long time ago. Mm. Yeah. Who here has stolen a thing? I'm not going to admit that on... You should tape. admit that on here? No, but he stole a toothbrush. I thought that was so innocent. Like, he felt... He's like, I'm a criminal. He, like... He felt so bad when he, like, had to evade, you know, serial fucking shovel murderer guy. What was this? Yeah, you get it. Marley. Yeah, old man Marley. He had to, like, run out, and then he realizes he stole. He just has, like, a huge mental crisis. Wait, I don't want to ignore Jim... That, mm-hmm. like, clearly you stole something that was yeah. bad enough that you right. don't want to talk about it. <laughs> on here. Do you want to look up Statues of uh, uh, Libertations here, do the math, and then let us know if you can share it on the podcast while we're recording tonight? Cause Statue to, the Statue of Limitations in seven years. But um, I... Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the case. Uh, I actually didn't ever steal anything. Like, not even, like, I remember one time being, like, I want to steal this candy bar just to say that I've stolen something. Right. But I've never done it. Uh, oh! I, uh, Statue of Limitations is not up on this, but this morning, um... <laughs> this morning? <laughs> <laughs> say not, yeah. I, b- I bought three hash browns <gasps> from Wawa, and they only charged me for two. <gasps> and you Whoa. didn't say anything? I saw it, and I went... I deserve this dollar fifty. You are a bad person. Oh, yeah, although know. one I don't time, know you if that. Oh, should I hang up? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, folks. No more podcasts ever. We're closing it down. I do. Re- so along those lines, if we're ca- counting that as stealing, one time when I was seventeen, I bought mm-hmm. a, a subway sandwich. I handed her a. I handed the woman a ten dollar bill. She thought I gave her a $20 bill, so she gave me $15 back. And I did not notice until I was in the car halfway home. Oh, you you didn't notice, Jim? Isn't that convenient? Mm -hmm. I got paid to eat Subway that day. I gave her $10, she gave me $15. Wow. I I netted $5 and a Subway sandwich. Honestly, I think that's fair. Those things are a little overpriced anyways. And honestly, I'm pretty sure I'm dying a little bit every single time I inhale whatever it is that's going on in there when I show up. Yeah. So I think I I, sh- I deserve like a little bit of a little bit of money back every now and then. They should do that. They're a corporation. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. On the other side of things, I once bought a uh, like a breakfast sandwich from like a little bagel joint, and I forgot to pay for it. And then I ate the sandwich, and then I went, "Oh my god, I forgot to pay!" And then I went back and was like, "Hey, I totally forgot to pay for this." And they were like, "You could have just left. You didn't <laughs> have to do that." And I was like, "No, you're a small business. You deserve my five dollars." I thought that woman was going to cry. No, really? absolutely, they should. Aww. She wasn't. I, I added that to make myself seem better. Oh, you yeah. lied. So this is just a big lie. 
no, it's all the truth except for the part where she cried. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Kai? Anything mm-hmm. you ever stole? In your buzz I mean, years? I, oh my god, actually, that's around the time, actually, I started really getting into, like, snagging Mountain Dews and candy bars, so nothing ever really super major. Oh. Yeah, I, I would never steal from human beings. I have confidently never stolen from, a, like, well, people always go with the immediate argument that on some level I have from stealing from a CBS. Um, but corporations yeah, never, aren't humans, I've, right? I've never gone after like a, a, a close person in my life and like taken twenty dollars from them or something. Um, but yeah, a couple little, a uh, couple little corporate products here that were just gonna get me uh, all sugared up. Took those for free. Um, yeah, and like penny candy and stuff at like the rec hall on my campground. Definitely took a little extra from time to time there too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the most I'm willing to admit based on legal laws here in uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so something's happened in the past seven years. <laughs> yeah, we hear maybe. you loud and clear, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Do you know sign language? Because you can say it to us now. Oh, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. No, I, I can help you out. No, uh, I'll say it off the podcast. Uh, my phone's listening. So either way, I'm probably going to get arrested this week. It's this not a big deal. It's true. It's fine. Chris is secretly an agent. Yes. Oh, wow. This has all been a lie. Just so I can get... I've been following Kai for years. (laughs) Wanted him to admit this crime, and I'm so close. Did you start dating uh, Nick just so you can get... Like, is this a long con? Is this... Does he know? Well... Is he part of it? That's how it started. But then (laughs) I developed feelings for him. Oh, no. And now it's... Now it's all a blur. I don't remember oh. what I was originally aiming for. It's, oh, no. it's just all so twisted, and I don't want to leave him, but the mission requires, and I don't want to get into it now, but it's it's tough. It's a tough situation. I didn't know you were actually a Southern Belle for that yeah. character. <laughs> it just felt right. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's our friend, by the way. Podcast yeah, we should listeners. probably. Yeah, you will hear Nick at some point on uh, on some of these episodes here at some point. If we ever release "All Dogs Go to Heaven," a Christmas Carol. Oh, me. Oh, that's the one you did. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's a total gem of an episode. It was fantastic. It was a test episode. We'll be honest. Um, who? This is a this is a question I had to write down, and I really want to know your feelings on this. So. Favorite part of the movie, I usually watch it more than once. When I sat down and watched the movie, I would recap and watch the, the part where they go into the house and get all fucked up. Like, all the traps. That was my that favorite was, part of the movie. That was my favorite part of the movie, even today. So, I, yeah, I'd watch it all the time. Who do you think got it worse? Marv or Harry? Marv. It's... Oh, wait. Yeah. Harry did get his head burned by that, uh, by the flamethrower. Which I wrote, I wrote... I love Which his face. Wait, who's Marvin? Who's Harry? I'm... So Harry is uh, Burned Hand. Uh, is, sorry, Harry is Joe Pesci. Uh, okay. Daniel Stern is Marv. Uh, right. You can just say okay. Daniel, Daniel Stern and and, and, <laughs> and Joe Pesci. That's perfectly fine too. But uh, who got? Yeah, who got? Who got more fucked up? I wrote down everything that happened to them. So, <laughs> all right, Joe Pesci got shot in the dick with a BB. Uh, fell down icy stairs many many times. Uh, touched a very hot door handle. Uh, firehead. <laughs> Tart and feather, which, uh, my favorite line is, uh, why are you barefoot? Why are you dressed like a chicken? Um, let's see. 
they both fell on micro machines, which they brought up earlier in the movie when the dad goes, "How come all these micro machines are everywhere?" Uh, they both got a, they both got a pink can to the face. He tripped over a wire. He got hit with a crowbar. Uh, and then they uh, both fell off a zip line and then got hit with a shovel. And then Daniel Stern got shot in the face with a BB, fell down many icy stairs. Uh, got hit in the head with an iron, uh, got tar on his feet, stepped on broken glass, paint can to his face, tripwire, tarantula. I don't know if that's a, um, if we would consider that to be a harmful thing, but then he got hit with a crowbar, uh, then the zip line and a shovel. And then he, he got shocked, right? Did you say that one? Doesn't he get shocked in his, the hair? Oh, I didn't say that one. Right? I must've been writing that down when that happened. Gotcha. That was a major one too. With that one taken into account, I say I say Daniel. You're gonna go Daniel? Yeah. What about you guys? Jim? Um, yeah, I would say Daniel when you add that in there. I don't know, I, yeah, foot, everything, yeah, iron in the face, everything, yeah, I'll add that up. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty rough. I, yeah, I'd say that's rough. Despite the fact though that, um. Joe Pesci does get that fire to his head and then that burns him real bad. I mean, also he's branded. He's branded for life. Like his hand is just M. That's that's what's up. Oh, I forgot cause <laughs> I forgot I was watching that. I was like, man, that was a really long shot on his hand. What's up with that? Oh well. I, I think the most bizarre thing is definitely for the, the like the saran wrap gel to the face with the with the like the the feathers like that was just like unnecessary to bring up like why'd you take your shoes off why do you look like a chicken you know like so good speaking this... of his tra- oh go ahead no go ahead because i had nothing i was hoping that words would come out of me that uh oh. would have been interesting but nothing came out so utah mm, well keep this though keep this this is good this um it's just making me now that we're talking about the traps Kevin McAllister from Home Alone grew up to be Jigsaw. That theory. <gasps> yes, I've heard. I this. believe that. And this, wait, let's see. This, okay, I'll I'll give you guys the reason why people are claiming that he ended up being Jigsaw. Are you ready? I'm ready. Kevin's traps. Wait, have you guys have seen Saw, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I okay. Haven't I seen saw. All, I haven't seen all the saws. I saw it okay. one time on cable. So yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Okay. Kevin's traps are needlessly harmful and utterly sickening. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um, Kevin recreated his childhood basement as Jigsaw and riddled it with traps. And they show a picture of, yeah, the basements kind of look the same in this <laughs> picture. Mm, they had an evil furnace in both, I think. Yes, and that's the shot they're showing, a furnace. Nice. Um, Kevin has violent tendencies, okay. Oh, Pedro, we all do, though. Yeah, who doesn't? We all drowned a couple mice yesterday. Okay, um, anyway. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, don't, don't, don't feed that. (laughs) Kevin's nails on the staircase trap was a precursor to Jigsaw's electrified staircase. Mmm. Kevin's family issues are at the root of why he becomes Jigsaw. I agree with that one. I disagree because the reason that Jigsaw was Jigsaw was because he had cancer and was dying, and then there was a second guy who was Jigsaw in the later movies. Damn it, you're brilliant. 
thank you. I read a synopsis of the other ones. <laughs> uh, Kevin uses a tape recorder to play tricks. It's not a tape recorder. Uh, it's a talk boy. Let's get specific here. Okay, okay. Talk I, okay. Thank you. I um, had one slash have one still in my room right now. I should have brought it down to show you the recordings that I still have on it from, like, that era. But wait, anyways. Wait, yeah. wait. I thought he used a VCR. When he used mm -hmm. angels with uh, dirty souls. When they do the thing. where they're Oh, like, no, that was for that, yes. Like, keep the change, you filthy oh. animal. Sorry, folks. No, you're absolutely right. Talk boys don't exist until the uh, the second one. It's in Home Alone 2 that he has a talk boy. Boo, we're not talking about Home Alone 2 yet. Boo. We're talking about right, my girl person. here. My apologies. Back to my girl. Back to my girl. Who was the girl that played Anna Klomsky. the girl in My Girl? It was Anna Klomsky. She was also in, she was most recently in Veep. As mm. what? Um, the angry blonde girl. Okay. Yeah. You know what I want to do right now? I want to test Jim, if uh -oh. that's all right with you, yeah. Kai. No, absolutely. Please do. This is my favorite is to watch him squirm, so let's go <laughs> Oh, no, I hate this. I'm going to look up home, like, I'm going to type in literally to Google really hard Home Alone quiz. Oh, yes. I'm so into it. While you do that, I will, I'm going to say something that this is the most me thing ever. Okay. Um, okay, so Megan McAllister. Mm-hmm who I mentioned earlier is the older sister. While I was watching it this time, I was like, huh, that looks like the girl from Step Kids, which was a movie that came out in like 1992 or whatever. Um, it was a movie that came out in 1992 or something. Um, it actually came out, it was called Big Girls Don't Cry, They Get Even. It was one of the trailers on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. And I was like, huh, that looks like the main girl nice. from that movie. I nailed it. I fucking nailed it. I knew it. I looked at her and I was like, she's she's only been in like five movies and those were two of them. And the other one was Home Alone 3. And then she represented the United States for the 1996 and 2000 uh, Summer Olympics. What? Wow. That's as, awesome. As ju doing judo. Dang. Yeah. That's a life. Yeah. We should get her on the on the podcast. I oh, no, would a, love that. Let's give it a ring. Actually, so special guest number two, welcome to the podcast, Megan McAllister. Why didn't we bring someone in uh, like in character as Megan McAllister? <laughs> like a whole backstory. Let's find out who Megan is. Finally, no, uh, please. Let's get some obscure questions to Jim if you have them. Okay. Yes, this is a quiz. It's 15 questions. Oh, no. We don't have to do all 15, but let's see, Jim, don't name, how you do. Just don't name the website, otherwise we're going to have to pay them. I think okay. <laughs> <laughs> the black and white film Kevin watches features the classic line, keep the change, you filthy animal. Mm -hmm. But what was the name of the film? Angels with Ooh. Dirty Souls. Yeah, he knew that one. Yeah. Too easy. They, my, I love that running joke. They milk that joke so much. They do it twice, and they mm -hmm. also show it in French. And he also mentioned it earlier when the uncle is like, "You can't watch this movie," and he, and they're like, "If it's if your uncle thinks it's bad, you think it's bad." I mean, I really do. I love it, and I love that they only created this film for this film. Like it does, it doesn't exist, I guess, anywhere else. Like I can't find nope. it. Nope, they made it up for this movie. Yeah, so that's fantastic. They did a great job, too. 
I love it when he counts down from ten or whatever, or like counts to ten. He's like one, two, ten, and then proceeds to just like pretty like that murder was raw. He killed him mm-hmm. easily the first three bullets, and then proceeded to shoot him like another thirty-five times. And then Kevin puts uh, the firecrackers that he found in uh, Buzz's room, which oh served God. three purposes because he had to get a the the firecrackers from that scene. Mm. B, the tarantula got let loose because of that scene. And three, nice. at the end, Buzz was like, what'd you do to my room? Showing that he cleaned up the entire house except for Buzz's room. Did you say Buzz. one, B, three? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he, Buzz did that in the movie too. <laughs> Question number two, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the legendary Joe Pesci plays the role of Harry, one half of the Wet Bandits, but which famous actor turned down the role? Ooh. Chevy Chase. Oh, please no. tell me that's not the truth. I don't know. I, I made that up. Okay, it does I give hope it's, options. Is, is it Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah. They give you four options. Steve Buscemi, who I, I love Steve Buscemi, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino or James Gandolfini. Oh, it I was think it's De Niro. I, it's De Niro, yeah. Yeah. All right, correct. correct yeah, that felt right. The other one was supposed to be John Lovitz. And well, Jim's definitely gonna get this one right. <laughs> During the scene in which the family eat pizza together, Kevin's father throws napkins into the bin. But what else does he throw away? Oh yeah. The pizza. No. (laughs) (laughs) His hopes and dreams. Yeah, they threw away his ticket. Correct. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) And then we'll make this the last. I want, like, a really hard question. Yeah, we're, yeah. These aren't very hard. I'm sorry, guys. Let me find a better quiz. These aren't very hard for three people who have literally just finished watching this movie. (laughs) Yeah, I want obscure... I want. Right. No, you're gonna know that. So actually, can you do the dun 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 exactly in the order that they go? Me? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. No, you or got that it. one part where it's like, "This is Halloween. This is Halloween." <laughs> I never actually. This realized is that. Christmas Eve. This <laughs> is Christmas Eve. I, I my one complaint about this movie was there's that one part where they do the, I don't know what it's actually called, but because I always think of it as that the that ding fries are done song. Oh, That's yeah. not a very yeah. kosher video anymore. No, it's not. It uh, wasn't back then either, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. And Some of those it, didn't hold up. It just never, it should have been held up. <laughs> yeah, and then Family Guy was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Let's put that into oh, a, uh, no, an I episode. I that. Wait, what's the real name of that song? Because now I can't think about it. It's it's a German name. Um, They did a, a 90s remix of that song, and I hated it. Mm. And that's when he, like, sets up all the traps. And he, like, pulls, he pulls out that map of the house and oh, where so he's gonna good. lay all the traps because he's had that for a while apparently oh you think he had that pre like just in case burglars came like he's like knew how he was gonna handle this oh yeah de- definitely he, i mean at that point he knew the wet bandits were around wow this is theory yes or is this like a plot that i also missed i'm saying he always has a plan much yeah. like jigsaw in the <laughs> saw franchise <laughs> yep Everything we're saying just makes him sound more and more Jigsaw. I feel like there was another conspiracy about this movie, though. There's always conspiracy. I hate... I, here's a fun fact about me. 
I hate conspiracy theories about movies like this. Because it's always the same. It's always, this person's actually this person. Or, it was all a dream. Or, they're all dead. Oh, they're definitely all dead the whole time. Like, yeah. This is all a dream of Kevin Panicking. They are all dead. Why else would this keep happening again and again and again? Why do they keep leaving Kevin? Uh, they cover that in the second movie because they don't leave Kevin. He gets mm. lost in New York. <laughs> that's And that's his fault. Mm, uh, okay. He fucked up on that one. Ooh, ooh. This, this might be a hard question. <laughs> what airline did the family fly on? American. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, I have no idea. Dang it. I'll tell you why I know that. That's correct. Because I wrote, I wrote down, this is a very American movie. And then I looked up from the screen and I saw that they were flying American Airlines. <laughs> okay, I thought it was funny. <laughs> no, I apologize. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Jim, are you ready for this? Yes. If you get this one right, I, I think we just... You've proved yourself. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. What is the address of the McAllister home? Oh, yes. 642. Yep. 632? 6 blanky 2. <laughs> you really want that, too. Everest Terrace Avenue. I actually don't remember. I, I remember him saying it, though. Is that your address? What is, is it? Who's- Oh, let's see. Which one is it? Submit my answer. Oh, 671 Lincoln Boulevard. Uh, how'd I Jim, get that wrong? I'm sorry, but you cannot get the title of Home Alone Master. That's okay. This is the second time I've seen this. Kai's seen this 30 times and they didn't know. Actually, yeah. Probably something about that if I had to guess. That's a good spot on guess. This movie's been out for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, that's upsetting, actually. That's wild to me. Oh, you know what my favorite thing is? We started this podcast in mm-hmm. uh september this is a christmas yeah. movie there's five of them we're not going to make it to december by the oh, last movie it won't even be appropriate to do the, the home alone or no. like it will have passed that's great awesome. yeah we should have done bill and ted <laughs> i have the other cons- no that would have been fine it's not too late you know what i have the other conspiracy theory what was it what is it? i found it no hit it- okay in this situation it is believed we all agree elvis presley is not necessarily dead right like he might have died in 1977 i'm so fascinated to hear where this goes (laughs) there is apparently a cameo in this film where people spot the king alive and well i remember this and he's making his living as a hollywood extra that is what i've discovered i remember that was one of those like it's like the three men and a baby, the ghost thing, like, or uh, in Lord of the Rings where they're like, there's a car. I swear you can see it in the background. I mean, I've never, I've only seen part of the third Lord of Rings. It's in the first Lord of Ring. Mm. It does kind of look like Elvis Presley. I see it. Yeah, right? Oh, you see it. You see the conspiracy. I never followed through to look further than that. Okay. Oh, yeah, I just looked up the actual screenshot that they're talking about. Okay, so you now converted, you believe? Mm, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of blurry. He has a beard. Let me see. Let me look at other... Let me look at a picture of Elvis Presley. (laughs) (laughs) And you're just like, you're just holding them up and then you just like draw a line between the two of them. Like, this means something. (laughs) 
And then please just say, eh, uh, uh, for like two and a half minutes on the mic. <laughs> Is that how much time we have left on the podcast? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I haven't been keeping track of time like I said I would. Oh, all. wow. Yeah, we're actually, we're actually in wrap-up range. Oh, we're doing great. Uh, it, uh, they have a side-by-side. I'm going to say Elvis isn't, it didn't die. Okay. I'm going to say nice. I'm gonna say it is Elvis, but he's dead now. Because oh, if since he wasn't, the filming. he would be like 80. Okay, right, right. So you're saying when they filmed it, someone saw that he was an extra and was like, oh my god, he's not dead. So Elvis's murderer found him and then killed him in 1990. You know, Elvis's murderer in 1977 was the toilet, like... <laughs> I actually didn't. I actually completely forgot. I know that he died in the toilet. He was actually. It was a murder. It was. No, he had a heart attack. Yeah. (laughs) His murderer was the peanut butter and banana sandwiches he used to eat because he got like really bloated. But they're so tasty. Yeah. No, that's totally legit. (laughs) He combined that with a heavy pill addiction. So. Wait. Combo. I super theory. Super theory right now. So, Mm -hmm. what if both theories? are real okay so the elvis theory and the jigsaw theory so kevin McAllister, or we'll say um macaulay culkin Mm -hmm. actually yes for this actually grows up to be jigsaw yes and then he learns about this theory and he's like this can't happen (laughs) and he jigsaw kills elvis on the toilet because, and he was like he can't be alive he was right. like this is not the master plan this right. is not what people need you are lying to people and so, all... so kevin McAllister grows up to be jigsaw goes back in time no sets, sets no, a, no this is macaulay no, no. culkin i think <laughs> yeah macaulay culkin he like really embraces the films Okay. No, 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 no. I like the idea that these are actually documentaries this whole time. We've been watching these these okay. Saw movies. <laughs> Boom. Documentary. They're all documentaries. It's all real. Yeah, so Macaulay Culkin, he grows up and becomes Jigsaw. And then someone puts the theory out there when he grows up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my god, look, Elvis isn't dead. And he goes, I must kill him. I must find him and kill him because he's... Uh, all, you know, like Jigsaw's all about like writing the world and not deceiving people. And Jigsaw slash Macaulay Culkin kills the elderly Elvis Presley. Okay, okay, love it, love it. I love this theory. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a counter theory, the one that I was saying earlier. He grows up to be Jigsaw, and okay. then sees Elvis Presley's in the movie. And then he's like, I gotta go back in time and kill right. Elvis Presley in 1977. So mm-hmm. he sets up a trap on his toilet where <laughs> Elvis is sitting on the toilet and Wait. he's like, you wanna play a game? You can either eat this sandwich or and die or just not eat the sandwich. And he's like, well, I'm gonna eat the fucking peanut butter and uh, banana sandwich and then dead. <laughs> Wait, but then this is some, like, time, like, crazy time continuum because the only way Macaulay Culkin would go back is to see that Elvis is in the movie, but then he goes back and kills Elvis. Ooh. And then he doesn't exist because Elvis is his dad! Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) It all comes together. Wait a second. No, wait a second. 
Elvis died in 1977. Mm. Macaulay yes. Culkin uh, uh, became alive. What is that word? Birthed. Was born. <laughs> what year? Yeah, what year was Macaulay Culkin born? 1980. So the soul of Elvis Presley <laughs> laid dormant for three years and then was reborn as Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> what? Do you guys ever hear about how Macaulay Culkin has a band called the Pizza Underground where they play oh. only songs about pizza? Oh, you're lying. Or no, that's obscure enough to have. To, it has to be true. Yes. No, it's a hundred percent true. Okay. They're an uh, okay is it, band. Is, I was gonna say, yeah. How are they? Not. They're all right. It's nothing. Nothing really special. It's Great, just funny. Now, well, now we're gonna get PR from Macaulay Culkin on that one. So thanks. He's been hanging around doing a lot of things online. He comes on uh, Red Letter Media all the time. I mean, it's good. Isn't he trying to do the acting and stuff like that? Uh, and didn't he do like a joint project with his brother? Or he is, changed is, his name. He changed his name to uh, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, really? Remember Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin? You no, brought it up earlier. No, 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 of course. Yes, I, nice callback, Jim. Two points. Thank you. <laughs> he was Richie Rich. Uh, which was uh, the dream, actually, because that movie made me want a McDonald's in my house as a kid. <laughs> he oh, was he also in Richie Rich's Christmas Wish? I don't even know that they made a secondary Richie Rich. That was the only one that I actually knew. He was not in Richie Rich's Christmas Wish. That's the one that I knew about because I remember seeing it at my cousin's house and being like, it's impossible to say this out loud. Wait, is Richie Rich the... No, I think I'm thinking of a different movie where... Is it the... It, I don't know if this is Macaulay Culkin. He, he gets the blank check and then gets a million... It's is called... That, the movie you're thinking about is called... Hold on, think about it. You just said it. It's Brewster's Millions. Nope. No, it's, that's it's, it's 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 blank check. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. He gets his bike hit by uh, some dude, and then uh, the dude's like, "Oh my god, I gotta, I gotta quickly go. Here's a check. Oh no, I forgot to write the the amount. Uh, good, good luck. What's Fill that it out. movie about the check that's blank? <laughs> yeah. And... I honestly. What's that movie I mean, where he's home alone? No, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure they they definitely probably fed off of each other. I don't know which one was done beforehand, but yeah, that's very. Uh, it's just like campy films like that that were around that. Like this is very yeah. timely campy. Um, yeah. No, it's very it's very it's, it's stupid. It's just a stupid stupid film. I liked it. No, I love it. I love and hate it. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a wrap-up uh, <laughs> sentiment, though, because that's what Kai, that's what you thought of it overall, right? I mean, I, no, I mean, there's way more complex feelings about that, uh, about this movie than that, but... Did you I have, mean, like... Did you have any leftover notes that you, uh... Oh, yeah, You wanted leftovers. to bring up? Uh, Chris, uh, you too, since, uh, I'm, I'm bringing this up now so that I can, so that we can vamp while we look at them for a yeah. second. Chris, yes. hit, hit us with some things that just, like, we didn't talk about that's just sad. Like, Michael Jordan on a Roomba. We didn't bring that up. Um, oh, my God! That's my favorite part of the movie! How could I not... Th that's legitimately my favorite joke is all the mannequins and the Michael Jordan cardboard cutout on a train. And he's got, like, the he's got the jump ropes and he's making them move around. And they're just like, yeah, there's people there. <laughs> I really wish that was the line instead. <laughs> I would, yeah, I'd say we can go in. <laughs> Long pause, Mark. Yeah, yeah, I think there's people there. <laughs> they both shrug and drive away. 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm a movie man. I know how to. You should have read. You, where were you? Why were you not in the writers' room on this one, Jim? <laughs> I wasn't born yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sounds fair. like an excuse. <laughs> no, I had like random feelings. Like I, I. One thing I was, do you remember when they were robbing, um, well, it's the place that eventually you see at the end that's flooded, but when they were robbing that other house where um, Marv was wearing a, a scuba <laughs> scuba mask <laughs> while, while just shoveling with a crowbar belongings into his bag, um, like, Harry is playing with this kaleidoscope that is by far one of the, like, most beautiful kaleidoscopes I've ever seen in my entire life, and I want it. Oh, that was what that was. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just, like, one of those, like, pirate things the, that you look into and you look far away. Oh, a, teles- a telescope? Yeah, a telescope. <laughs> um, a random note that I had is, <laughs> that police officer's name is Sergeant Ballsack. <laughs> Wait. Is it? Is it really? Yeah, it's the, it's the junkyard guy from Breaking Bad. His name is Sergeant Ballsack. Oh, wow, I did not catch that at all. I don't know if that was intentional. That's all I had to think about that. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, Another I'm, random line I really liked was, I'll give you these earrings. And then the uh, the husband goes, she's got a whole shoebox full of them, dangly yeah. ones. She's got her <laughs> own earrings. Yeah, no, that, the, I believe Catherine O'Hara also offered a fake Rolex. Mm-hmm. Um, and she offered all of these things. She gave away these things to get this ride, right? No. And she, she, no, no, she never did? Did they just like let her take it? She like, said... Out? No, because she didn't. Wait, I thought she was offering all of that stuff for free for the for the exchange for a ride to wherever she ended up having to get like a tried to get a, a layover. Because she went to she yeah she went to Dallas, mm-hmm. then somewhere else, and then I remember she the the airport she was, she was oh, in she was, was Scranton. Scranton, and I was like, does yeah. Scranton have an airport hmm. that goes yeah. to places? Yeah, um, I also wrote down "fuck Frank." Um, I, I've definitely oh, Uncle Frank, yeah, Uncle, yeah, Uncle Frank is just the meanest. Like they, they all really just bully. Like I think Kevin McAllister rightfully, like, kind of like lashes out. He has a family that just constantly bullies him. You know, like yes. you're with the French say "laissez compétent." Uh, you're such a disease. When I say my family loved this movie, they would say these things to me and quote them, and I'm like, you know, that's nice. Um, oh, at least they're thinking of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually bad enough. Jim's the reason why. Okay, so my dad used to say, "There's no way that you came from my loins." And all my life, I was like, "Daddy issue line number one." Found out it's from Smokey and the Bandit. It's a line from that movie. Jim was the first one to tell me that, um, like about a year ago, and That's... it's just ch- it's changed my life. I uh, I feel better knowing that my dad was just quoting Aww. some dumbass movie. The. Well, that's... The full line is, when I get home, I'm going to punch your mom in the mouth because there's no way that you came from my loins. Please tell me that's not true. That's 100%. You'll see when we watch Stunky <sighs> the Bandit because there's like five of those. Oh, my God. I don't know if I can handle that. Chris, anything that uh, anything that you really just, you're upset that we didn't talk about? No, I mean, <laughs> about my two favorite things, which is okay. theories, like right. crazy fan theories, and just like the parenting decisions. Mm. Um, yeah, the questionable parent decisions. I mean, good on the mom for getting back so quick, I yeah. guess. Well, she got back as fast as she would have if she had taken the flight to begin with. Right. Yeah. She, she did her best, man. Honestly, I can't imagine trying to fly at Christmas time. That sounds absolutely terrible. Yep. Trying to get a last-minute business from... Uh, 
like from from France is probably not going to happen. Um, a thing I did want to talk about is in the early uh, of the film when this when Kevin realizes that he magically has powers to make his family disappear because let's be real the All entire right, movie yeah. he does believe that he made his family disappear correct like he, he no yeah, yeah he gives no? that up he gives that up pretty quickly really okay does it I don't know if he ever at what point because I mean like. He wakes up with that, like, at the end, like, this hope, this genuine hope on his face that, you know, because he wished for it, that his family would be back. So, I don't know. I, in my mind, the entire time, he actually genuinely believed that he was the I, reason why they disappeared. I agree with Kai. I thought he legit thought he made his... Which is interesting, because he's a very smart kid, but still shows he's a kid. Right. But he's I, 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 and kid. he's home alone! <laughs> <laughs> he's home alone. But I, I also thought he, like, actually believed... He made his family disappear at least for like for a while which no he only got upset about it for like a second and then immediately smiled into the camera broke the fourth wall and then proceeded to do some of the most fun shit i wish i did as a kid like the bb gun shooting those little action figures down the laundry chute like what a good time like he's just Mm -hmm. i wrote he has more fun than i've ever had like popcorn on bouncing on the bed i've never done that i might do that after we're done here like (laughs) i think you should this yeah. is our bucket list, guys. We need to do all of these things. Ice cream, marshmallow s'mores, that's pretty basic. I think we could pull that off. Have you ever collapsed your uh, your brother's shelving unit? No, but... Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I've Wait, collapsed what? many of shelving units because I'm a clumsy kid. I'm a clumsy idiot. Let's go break some shit after this, I think is what I'm saying. You know the part okay. where he goes down the stairs on the sled that I mentioned earlier? <gasps> yes. The, I, I did that the as a kid. I did that a lot as a kid. We used to, we had this giant plastic football that we kept uh, costumes in, uh, and me and my older sister would shove each other in it and then push it down the stairs. Oh and God. I'm gonna tell you something. It did not just like go bop 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 down the stairs like you would think it would. It rolled <laughs> no. down the stairs. So we yeah. just pushed each other down the stairs a bunch. <laughs> oh my God. No, You're I, fine. I remember that too. Similar similar stories. Uh, where we would put blankets on the stairs and try to slide down it, and mm. you you don't just slide, you no. you roll. Yeah, you roll. Did you ever put the mattress on the stairs and do that? I think we tried, but we, like it wasn't wide enough for the mattress. Mm. Yeah, we tried too. You got to bring them out in the backyard and jump off the garage. That's what I used to do. That was fun. Damn. Yeah, Wait. whenever my parents went around, as I mentioned, we had some fun. <laughs> <laughs> when they left you home alone. Hi, guys. Oh. Thank you for be, for joining us for this podcast. No. Wait, wow. wait. We can't stop. No, okay. we're not done. Yeah. No, Jim. Uh-huh. Um, how did you feel that there were, like, no dogs in this movie? Yeah, how's that going for you? Yeah. There's nothing, there was no eye candy for this movie, is, <laughs> is what I'm hearing you're saying. Yeah, so how did that make you feel? Were you just, like, missing a perky poodle or something? Were you just hoping? I'm trying to think, because I was like, is there, I feel like there was a dog at some point. There was never a dog in this movie, wow. For a movie about a white suburban family, there was no dogs. Yeah, and that was actually a little surprising. I guess they all went to heaven. By the way, folks, we've recorded for context uh, three episodes that you will not hear for quite some time uh, as uh, about the All Dogs Go to Heaven series. In which case, if you ever want to find out, you got to be a, a avid listener. There will be a uh, ability to, to pay five bucks a month 
So in six months from now, you uh, can get... Join our, join our OnlyFans. <laughs> join our OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash Rotten Treasures. Yeah. You can have access to uh, episodes we record where Jim talks about how there's sexy dogs in this movie, and he's, <laughs> he's really into it. It's not this movie. It was all dogs no. gonna happen. No, that's fair. That's totally fair. I feel um, like it. <laughs> I'm ending this. I, I can't take this slander anymore. <laughs> wait, no, don't be that mad, Jim. No, I I definitely think we, we hit the things. I, I genuinely am glad that this movie had such a killer soundtrack. It's funny. It's it's everything I needed it to be for my childhood. I'm just surprised how much, like, it just it didn't really do that much for me this time around as a, hmm. uh, as a 33-year-old. After the 30th time, it didn't do anything for you? Yeah. I mean, there's still, there's, there's like, really funny things. Um... You know, I still enjoyed watching Marv and Harry get their ass kicked. Um, it's still enjoyable. Like, you, you know, like, are you do you quit? Or are you thirsty for more? Like, it's just there's still that childhood playfulness to it, and it's really good that I still uh, I still feel good about. But yeah, yeah, I kind of felt the same. Like, it's a very cartoony movie. Like, it does have it's super violent, but because of the the John Williams soundtrack, it's very like fun and over the top, and it's very. It's very uh, Looney Tunes. If the Looney Tunes were like, mm. God damn it! Oh my God! This is the worst thing in the world. Uh, you just, yeah, and I love that Tunes, very much. Yeah, and I do love that they he he made the face, he made the screamy face, and Chris Columbus was like, "This is going to be a thing. I'm going to put it in the movie twice." Uh, yeah, that actually you need if you haven't. You know, there's the movie, the scary movies with yeah. uh, what's her name? Why uh, Anna Klonsky. Anna- Anna Klomsky? No. <laughs> that's no, the, Anna, that's the girl from Anna, My Girl. Anna Ferris. Yeah. Those movies. There's a very similar attempted franchise that did not happen. There was one of them. Is I Know What You Did or uh, on Friday the 13th or something like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And they do, a, they do a scene where the like scream killer is coming down the stairs like from Home Alone on a toboggan like, ha, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. And it brings so much joy to me. Um, I forgot that that existed. So thank you for this podcast existing. Otherwise, I probably would have kept going onward without that one. I forgot about that uh, Elvis thing. Chris, what'd you think of the movie? <laughs> for your first uh, time watching it, what'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. Um, like, um, my parents would talk about it. And yeah, I can see why it's a classic. It's fun. It's, yeah, to your guys' point, very cartoony. Um... And I, I was looking up, like, like questions people had about Home Alone, and someone was like, why do, you know, Marvin Harry never get hurt when, you know... But, it, like, that wouldn't be fun. Like, you don't want to actually see mm. no. someone die from getting electrocuted. <laughs> I don't want to see someone get a contusion. like Or, like, you know, Harry's, like, whole head catch a flame instead of just his hat. Like, yeah. very in a very light and playful, like... Jump in the snow. It's, everything's fine. You know, like I'm not that yeah, injured. Yeah, like, you, like, could you imagine the childhood PTSD if, like, oh. the, like they they actually die from the first horrific right <laughs> trap? So no, it's like a very fun cartoony movie. I get why it's a classic, and I might watch it again. Who knows? Hmm. Yeah, Christmas time is just around the corner. Faux show. Yeah. So, do you have anything? Uh, do you have anything? Uh, anything to plug, Chris? Anything to plug? Um. I know it's pandemic times, and not, all, and we're not doing anything, but. Um, I'll plug. Can I plug Daddy Issues for you guys? Because you actually have shows. Yeah, sure. Just nah, I don't care. if you have, you have a, like a, an actual list of all of our upcoming shows. <laughs> no. 
(laughs) (laughs) But Daddy Issues is pretty good. I know some pretty cool people in that. Mm. So if people don't know about it, I would check... I would check that out. I I am on my own improv team, but we're not anywhere near as developed as Daddy Issues, where we're doing shows and like have a a good format. So you guys are doing a lot of really cool stuff. People should uh, check check you out because it's impressive how active you guys are staying during the pandemic. So huh. yeah. Oh my God, actually, that's just really heartfelt, and I feel awkward right now. I don't know what to say. I was gonna make a joke, and you ruined uh, it well, with your I'll niceness. Make a joke. Wow, way to go, Chris. Jerk. Um, <laughs> Jim, um, I have to say I'm very happy that you have a significant other. Ooh. Because. Oh, oh I'm cutting the podcast now. <laughs> uh, no, no, we're getting into it. We're getting into it real quick. We're... I swear to God, if Hang you on, flirted folks. with my boyfriend one more time, <laughs> I would have ended you. I just want you to know that. I just I, want you to know. I hope you know that she knows about Nick. And wants me to hit on him more. No. Mm. No, it's not okay. Okay. Chris, you gotta understand, it's not just Jim. The whole improv team is in love with Nick, okay? You need to understand that. (laughs) We're trying to run a train on Nick. Like he's some kind of sexy dog. Good night, everybody! (laughs) No, I hate you so much! (laughs) Thank you!